I'm Dr. Joe Esposito, and welcome to our podcast for the health of it. Remember to subscribe to our podcasts, and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. The information presented on this program is not intended to take the place of your personal physician's advice, and it is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Discuss this information with your own physician or healthcare provider to determine what is right for you. Are you suffering needlessly? Dr. Joe can give you advice on how to naturally get well and stay well. Dr. Joe Esposito. Hey folks, Dr. Joe Esposito here. Thanks for being here. If you just stayed with us, thank you. If you're just joining us, welcome. What we're talking about today is how to make your brain work better. And specifically today, we're talking about serotonin. Now, serotonin is a chemical in your brain. It's called a neurotransmitter. And it makes the brain work, uh, and its job is to make you happy and help you focus. It does other things too, but those are the two main jobs. So serotonin helps you uh, be, enjoy life. And many times we're distracted, we can't focus. It's a serotonin issue. Because the challenge is that most of the serotonin made in your body it does not go to your brain, it goes to your digestive system. And so in the battle, the digestive system gets a larger percentage of the serotonin. And if there's not a lot around, the, the amount that the brain gets drops. And so we need to keep the digestive system healthy to keep the serotonin production high so that the brain gets essentially the leftovers. I mean, the brain makes its own serotonin, but the brain's going to get cheated if you're low on serotonin. And so we got to do things to keep that bu- the brain working the best it possibly can. Who wouldn't want their brain to work better? I mean, this is such an amazing topic to cover because everybody wants their brain to work better. Uh, I told this the other day when I was doing a, a, a show that I had my day was a company we're trying to sell this thing it's a brain scan and they measure your vital signs through a computer and so the guy came in and he, he, he did me uh, before their treatment and he says well good news is he says your um, your biological age is 44 I smiled because I'm a lot older than that and then they did this testing scanning screening whatever their their treatment was and he says well now your brain your brain function is 31 so I said so my biological funk, my age of my body is 31. He said, yeah. And I said, that's pretty cool. And he said, he, I've never, he's been doing this for a long time. He said, I've never seen anybody, when I told him how old I was, he said, I never saw anybody have this much, uh, such a younger brain for how old you are. He said, this is incredible. He says, what are you doing? What do you do differently than everybody else? Because this is a normal person your age's brain, and this is a normal 44-year-old brain. You're over here in the 31-year-old category. And I said, I've been plant-based, you know, eating well for 35 years. Uh, I've been under chiropractic care since I was 18 years old. Uh, I said, I get excited every day about coming to work. And he said, Doc, I don't know what you're doing, but it's amazing. We've never seen anything like this. Keep up the good work. And I need to remember to call them and say, hey, why don't you send your clients over to us? See what kind of results you can get. So a lot of things we can do to keep our brain young, now that I'm a 31-year-old. You want to make sure you're eating the right foods. Now, causes of low levels of serotonin can be a combination of things. It could be your body isn't producing enough of it, which could be related to vitamin, mineral, and nutrient. You're just not giving the body the raw materials that it needs. Or you're not breaking down your proteins, and we covered this earlier. Your stomach breaks down proteins and chops them up into something called amino acids. Now, the amino acid named tryptophan becomes serotonin in your brain. So if you're not breaking down your proteins properly, you're not getting enough amino acids, maybe. And so you can't produce a lot of things. One of them, of course, is serotonin. So we want to make sure the brain is working the best it possibly can. And we do that by making sure the digestive system is working. So if you have acid reflux, heartburn, burping, gas, bloating, you want to come see us. 
because we might be able to relax and pull the stomach away from the diaphragm, get the whole digestive system to relax. And in many cases, we see amazing results. One thing that I, we see this all the time, uh, parents will bring their kids in with ADD, ADHD, and we change their diet and we adjust their stomach. We adjust the spine too, because the nerves in the upper back control the stomach. And time after time, patients will come in and say, well, little Johnny went back to school and the teacher said, oh, you finally put him on, I won't say the, brand, the drug brand, um, for attention deficit disorder because he's doing so much better in school. Obviously, you put him on these drugs. And the parents always say, no, we took him to Dr. Joe. We got his stomach fixed, got his diet straightened out. And they try explaining the whole tryptophan serotonin connection. And every single time, either the teachers, A, know who we are. It's pretty famous out there. Or they say, whatever you're doing, keep doing it because we've never seen a kid respond this well. We hear this all the time with neck pain, back pain, shoulder pain, digestive issues. Now, we can't help everybody. So if you come in and after two visits, you're saying, my neck still hurts. A, you didn't give it enough time. And B, not everybody responds, but our success rate is extremely high. I'm going to guess 85, 90% success rate. So if you want to make an appointment to come see us, we'd love to see you. Uh, you can go to our website, drjoe.com, and we can set up an appointment for your specific health issue. And my doctors are handpicked by me. They're trained by me, and they're my personal doctors. Every one of my doctors treats me. And if they don't treat me, they don't treat you. It's very simple. And I, if I don't trust them with my body and my neck and my nervous system, you, you're not going to see them either. So drjoe.com if you want to make an appointment. But you've got to be able to get the nutrients into the body and then also absorb it. So there's a relationship between mood and food. The food we eat impacts how we feel. A lot of foods naturally contain serotonin, but there are other nutrients in the body that help produce it, like tryptophan, we said, omega-3 fatty acids. Now, some foods like oats, nuts and seeds, plantains, pineapples, uh, tomatoes, kiwis, they're good. They're high in serotonin. And they have the precursors to serotonin. Ashwagandha, which is an herb, can aid in stress reduction and help boost serotonin by enhancing the nervous system function. Now, uh, one of the supplements I take every single day is Dr. Joe's Adrenal Support. I can give you guys an advanced postgraduate lecture on the adrenal gland and how the adrenal gland produces hormones. And if you don't have enough, the raw materials, um, it, it's called the cortisol steel. The body uses those raw materials to produce cortisol and it shuts down your production of pro pro uh, progesterone and testosterone. And so it's important that the adrenal glands are taken really good care of. Now that I said that, I ask you a question. Do you know where the adrenal glands are? Do you know what they do? You may have never even heard it before. You might have heard adrenaline rush. But the adrenal glands, they look like walnuts, and they sit on top of the kidneys, about the size of a walnut, and they produce adrenaline, which is energy. They produce anti-inflammatories called prostaglandins, and then they also produce sex hormones, testosterone, estrogen, progesterone, estradiol, estrone. There's three types of estrogen. Actually, there's multiple. There's 10 types of estrogen, but... Estrogen is just a general term. The three major ones are the ones that we usually talk about. Uh, they produce testosterone. They produce uh, cortisol. So the adrenal glands are really important. And when it comes to stress, we stress out like crazy. And our adrenal glands just get overworked. So uh, on our website, drjoe.com, one of the supplements I take every day is Dr. Joe's adrenal support. Because contrary to popular belief, my uh, cherub demeanor, demeanor is sometimes altered, uh, and so I'm not always cherub-like, and sometimes I have a little stress in my life. 
And so the adrenal support is something I take every day as a prophylactic measure. But the minimum supplements you should be taking, of course, are super greens and essential source. They're two powders. They taste great. They're on the website, drjoe.com. Uh, I can't imagine why everyone is not taking super greens and essential source. I, I can't fathom it. We keep the price very affordable. They taste great. They're two powders. You just mix them up with some co- coconut milk, almond milk, water. Um, I, 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 it blows my mind that people aren't taking it. And so I really think you should be taking super greens and essential source. And if you're over 30 and you drink coffee and you have stress in your life and or, um, you should be taking adrenal support as well. And we talked about vitamin D for the winter as well. That's another one you should be taking. But we have adaptogens like ashwagandha, uh, similar to ashwagandha, in the, um, in the adrenal support, and that helps the adrenal glands work more efficiently. Foods to avoid if you want to keep your serotonin levels. Alcohol. It might give you a temporary serotonin boost. That's why you get drunk and enjoy it. But long-term, is going to deplete your levels. Avoid foods with artificial sweeteners. They inhibit dopamine and serotonin production. Um, I did a show on artificial sweeteners not long ago. If you use artificial sweeteners, I, I can negotiate with you on this. Stop using them. Now, you can use things like stevia. You can use lohan. Uh, those are all fine substitutes. They're not artificial sweeteners. But aspartame, uh, sucralose, uh, uh, avoid those like the plague. Of the seven deadly sins, the seven foods I always say everybody should avoid, the worst of the seven is artificial sweetener. And the seven foods, if you don't know what they are, alcohol, meat, sugar, dairy, coffee, soda, and artificial sweetener. Those are the seven deadly sins. If you go to our website, drjoe.com, type in seven deadly sins, you can listen to a whole show I did, a lecture I did out in California on that topic. But please, I'm begging you, cut out the artificial sweeteners because they mess with serotonin, mess with dopamine, they excite the brain, they burn out your brain cells. I mean, I can go on and on and on and on. Number one side effect of aspartame, headaches. So if you have headaches, definitely cut that out. I can't do aspartame. I can't do monosodium glutamate either. Glutamic acid is very similar to aspartic acid, monosodium glutamate, aspartame, aspartic and glutamic acid, instant headache. Caffeine gives me an instant headache too. So just avoid those, those if you can. Uh, we talked about digestion. You have to break down your proteins into amino acids to get the amino acids to produce tryptophan. You need amino acids for all of the neurotransmitters, but we're talking specifically about uh, uh, serotonin today. I'm not sure I'm going to get to the other ones. I may have to do a series of shows on, on neurotransmitters. And you know what, folks? This is postgraduate stuff. This is the stuff I teach doctors all over the world. And you guys get it. So I try to keep it simple so it doesn't get too confusing. But you guys are getting stuff that doctors take my classes and they pay me to get these classes so they can even renew their licenses. The information I have is oftentimes certified by the state boards and doctors can renew their licenses by taking my seminars. You guys are getting it. How cool is that? Exercise is important. Exercise can boost your mood. Now, you don't have to work out for an hour. In fact, we do a test here in our office. It's called the Dutch test, the UTCH. And it's a urine test, and you, you, they take urine, you, you do urine samples throughout the day, send it off to the, the company. They send me back the results, and we can measure your hormone levels throughout the day. We can measure cortisol, testosterone, estrogen, estradiol, estrone, uh, and, and how your body is processing these things. And if you're low in, ser- if you're low in cortisol, you don't want to work out too hard. That would be counterproductive for you. If you're high in cortisol, you do want to work out pretty hard. And so it's important to know what works for you based on your body type and your hormone levels. So exercise is great. 
I like walking. It's really one of my favorite exercises, walking, hiking, um, because I have a traumatic brain injury and I have to be careful if I hurt myself, I, I can get headaches for days. So, um, so I got to be careful what I do. And walking and swimming work great for me. Kayaking works for me too. But jogging, running, not for me. Doesn't work for me. Even heavy weightlifting doesn't work for me. So e any of the exercises that you can do, yoga, okay, yoga is great, uh, can increase your serotonin levels. So physical exercise increases your mood and your brain function. And exercise can be effective in, li li in limiting negative tolls of stress. It helps burn up, if you would, your cortisol level. Now, the simplest, easiest thing you can do, because some of you don't like exercising. I'm not a big fan either. I like being out, but I don't think oh, I want to go to the gym. Is something called a cross crawl. This is an amazing thing. You can do it every hour, and it takes about 20 seconds. If you can give me 20 seconds of, your, of an hour, I can get you on an exercise protocol. So what you do is you stand up. You can set your timer at your desk. Stand up, and I want you to bring your right elbow to your left. Bring up your left knee and bring your right elbow to it. And then bring up your right knee and bring your left elbow to it. So you're marching, basically. So right arm, left leg, left arm, right leg. Right arm, left leg, left arm, right leg. Even if you're in a wheelchair and you have control of your arms, you can just do your right arm to your left, right elbow to your left knee, left elbow to your right knee. What this does is it physically stimulates the brain. Your brain is designed to be integrated, not segregated. What does that mean? Those are big words. Integrated means both halves of your brain, the right and left side, should be working together. Segregated means you're using one side of your brain more than the other. Most of us have our brain segregated. And we do that because we use one side of our body more than the other. We brush our teeth with our right hand. We zip our fly with our right hand. We uh, work the mouse with our right hand. We start the car with our right hand. So most of us are stimulating, if you're right-handed, the left side of your brain. Because the left side of the brain controls the right side of the body. If you're left-handed, it's the right side of your brain. So by cross-crawling, and just Google cross-crawl if you don't understand what I'm saying, right arm, left leg, left arm, right leg, do that for 20 seconds an hour. Usually that's about 30. You, you know, your 30 cross-crawls. One, two, three, four, five, six. Just do 20 seconds. If you could do five in 20 seconds, that's fine. What that's going to do is integrate the brain and have the right and left side of the brain talking to each other. And the brain becomes more efficient when it's integrated, not segregated. If you won't do anything else for me, do that. Get out of bed. Get out of bed, walk to the bathroom, cross crawl, right arm, left leg, left arm, right leg. If you live with somebody, they'll think you're crazy, but that's okay. Let them think you're crazy. But if you just do the cross crawl for 30 seconds, you get out of bed. You'll be amazed how much more energy you have after a few days. 20 seconds, folks, 30 seconds. That's all I'm asking for. When you start doing that, the brain wakes up, works more efficiently. I get asked all the time, say, Dr. Joe, when you do your live shows, your live lectures, I may have 20, 30 live questions. No idea what the question is going to be. And they say, how did your brain do that? How are you able to process all that information? I take care of my brain. I give it the right nutrients, super green central source, nitric oxide, vitamin D, omega-3 fatty acids. They're all on the website, drjoe.com in the store section. I give it cross-crawl integration. I get good sleep. I get chiropractic care, which is probably the most important thing of all to keep the nervous system working. And people are just blown away. I don't know if you're from Atlanta, if you know Clark Howard is, but when I first was brought onto radio and I was you know, discovered, my boss said to me, he says, you're the next Clark Howard. Nobody 
in all of radio in the country can do what Clark Howard does. Answer questions on the fly. He's funny. He's personable. He's self-deprecating. I've never met anyone who can do what Clark does except you. I thought that was really quite a compliment. So Clark's a friend of mine. I'm really honored by that. If you're not from Atlanta, it probably means nothing to you. But the brain works very well when you integrate the brain. And so do that. And you know, if it doesn't work, so what? You spend 20 minutes looking like an idiot. But if it works, which it will, you'll be amazed. When I give lectures, long lectures, two, three, four-hour lectures, every hour I have the audience stand up and cross-crawl with me because I want to do it for myself and it'll look stupid by myself, so I have everybody do it. And then they pay attention better too. So exercise is great, but it doesn't have to be a crazy exercise. It could be something basic too. Uh, getting a massage. Getting a massage contributes to the increase of dopamine, oxytocin, and serotonin. Why? Relaxing the muscles, but you're also having physical touch. Safe, legal, physical touch. So as rush of chemicals in your body can make you feel all relaxed, that post-massage bliss really is a thing because it affected the neurotransmitters. Massage is another great stress management tool, and it can be found not only to promote, promote the release of serotonin, but also decrease the stress hormone called cortisol. It's often seen to be built up in people's bodies when they're under stress. We can do a cortisol test on you if you want to do just cortisol. Uh, I'd probably say do the whole Dutch test and get the whole hormone panel done. But we can do a saliva test just for cortisol. And you can find out if your cortisol is too high, you better do something about it. You're going to essentially fatigue your adrenal glands. And it's, again, stealing other nutrients, not produce chemicals to produce cortisol. So not a great place to be. Decreasing cortisol throughout your life can be one of the ways we can do it is skin-to-skin contact. That's one of the reasons we like massages. Different muscles are controlled by different nerves. So if I get my, uh, my neck massaged, that's controlled by what's called the spinal accessory nerve. My trapezius muscle is controlled by something called the spinal accessory nerve. The spinal accessory nerve is what we call a parasympathetic nerve. If I lose you here, I'm sorry. Sympathetic nerve speeds you up. Parasympathetic nerve slow you down. The trapezius muscle is innervated or supplied by a parasympathetic nerve. So when you get your shoulders massaged, it stimulates the parasympathetic nervous system, which is the part of the nervous system that calms you down. So the physical act of getting your trapezius muscle massaged changes the brain chemistry. Now I can get my leg massaged, that feels good, but it's not innervated or supplied by a parasympathetic nerve, so it doesn't directly kick in my parasympathetic nervous system. And so that's one of the secrets of getting your neck massaged, why it feels so good. Probably useless information. But I'd like to share it with you. Pain can reduce, can lower your serotonin levels. So if you have neck pain, back pain, shoulder pain, sciatica, numbness, tingling, weakness, uh, headaches, that can affect your brain chemistry. So if you have pain, stop suffering. If I can tell you the most effective, least expensive treatment for pain, would you want to know about it? Of course you would. I would. Wait, most effective and least expensive? Yeah, I want that. How do I get that? chiropractic care. So if you'd like to make an appointment in our offices, we have offices in Marietta, Duluth, Stockbridge, and West Cobb. We would love the opportunity to sit down with you to see if you're a candidate for our treatment. So if you'd like to find out if you're a candidate, you can go to our website, drjoe.com, drjoe.com. You can book an appointment right online. You can call us. We accept people with all insurances. It depends what your coverage is. So we accept their insurance. depends if their insurance is going to cover what you need. Uh, But we verify all that for you. Car accidents, VA, if the VA refers you here, the VA pays for it. I love working with VA patients. 
Uh, we accept people from Ambetter, uh, Medicare. So yeah, we accept almost all insurances. So if you, and if you don't have insurance, that's okay too. About 40% of our patients have no insurance and we have very affordable treatments and we even have payment plans for those treatments that are uh, interest-free. So drjoe.com. If you're ever in a car accident, please, folks, if the car's damaged, you're damaged. I've never seen it any other way. Even if you don't have pain, you need to get checked out as quickly as possible. The longer you wait, the insurance company says, well, you weren't hurt. You didn't go to the doctor. Well, I didn't have a car. They don't care. Come see us as quickly as possible, drjoe.com. Stop suffering needlessly. So if you're ready to get well and stay well, hopefully we're going to be your last stop when it comes to getting well and staying well. Meditation can help brain function. I was trained to do transcendental meditation back in college. Uh, it's wonderful. It's not a cult. It's not some weirdness. It's not you have to face east and give up all your possessions. It's an exercise. It's just like going to the gym. It's an exercise for the mind. It's quick. It's easy. It's 20 minutes once or twice a day, preferably twice a day. Um, relief stress, promotes better outlook in life, and can show it's been help, shown to help increase serotonin levels. Study out of Harvard looked at meditators' MRI images, found that increased neuron activity in the brain could beneficially affect synthesis of neurotransmitters like serotonin. Now, there's different types of meditation. I did transcendental meditation. But yeah, there's a lot of studies out there on brain function when you're meditating, which is really cool. It's a great tool to have. You're on a plane, you're bored, you're in a car, you're a passenger. Meditate for 20 minutes. It's really a neat thing to have. Uh, I know when I'm exhausted, 20 minutes of meditation for me is about four hours of sleep. I can't meditate at night. I did it the other day, as a matter of fact. I meditated at night with a friend of mine who's a new meditator, and she said, come meditate with me. And I did. I could not sleep that night. I was wide awake. And not coffee wide awake. I was just wide awake. Felt great. So that's another way we can affect the brain. We talked about positive thinking. Really important, folks, to, to think about the good things that happen. I know it sucks when life is miserable and everything's going wrong. Just think of two good things that happened that day. Just think of it quickly if you have to. Watch what happens. You'll be amazed. Uh, listening to music is great. It can release serotonin and dopamine in your brain. And the serotonin stays around longer when you listen to music. So uh, I love music trivia. I used to work in a vending machine company. And one of my jobs was pulling 45s out of this big library of 45s or a record. It's, it's like, kind of like a disc for those of you who are younger. Um, and so I got to know music really well because I'd have to pull out, you know, uh, I don't know, higher and higher or whatever it was, or whatever song it was. So I got to know the music. Um, but animal research indicates that listening to uh, music uh, specifically can release uh, serotonin and help the, the dopamine levels in your brain as well. So pick the music that you like. It's fascinating that we seek out new music and try to seek out fulfillment in music. And there's a reason for it because it's actually beneficial to the brain. Either way, every sensory uh, and perceptual experience we have is bound to a chain. It's always going to change our brain chemistry. And that's why sometimes after a traumatic issue, maybe it's abuse, maybe it's physical abuse, maybe it's mental abuse, uh, the brain changes. And that's why we need to change it back. And that's why so many counselors refer patients to us because they realize that the counseling is great, but if the brain isn't able to accept the counseling, it's not going to work. And so, or not work as well. So we fix the digestive system to break proteins into amino acids, chiropractic care to relieve pain and open up the nerve and blood supply to the body, do a dietary protocol to make sure people are eating right and getting the right nutrients, supplements. Again, the minimum supplements would be at least Dr. Joe's Super Greens, Dr. Joe's Essential Source, and in the winter, especially Dr. Joe's Vitamin D. 
I take omega-3 fatty acids as well to keep my brain working. I take adrenal support. That would probably be the starter kit if I had to give you a starter kit. All those are on the website, drjoedrjoe.com. Follow us on social media. What's my handle? At Dr. Joe Esposito. Please follow us on all platforms. If you're a podcast junkie, type in Dr. Joe for the health of it. And on your podcast service, we're out there doing that for you as well. Uh, We want to give you every possible thing that we can to help you get well and stay well. But most importantly, make an appointment to come see us. Stop suffering needlessly for you, your friends, your family, your loved ones. DRJOE.com. Normally, the first visit is $712. We've reduced that to $299 for my listeners. Again, folks, DRJOE.com. Catch you next week. Thanks for listening to For the Health Fit. Remember to subscribe to this podcast, and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. You can also listen to and call into my radio show live Sunday evenings from 7 to 9 Eastern Time on WSBRadio.com and on a WSB Radio app.